Megan heard a crack and sizzle and thought, oh, how considerate. He's making me breakfast. She smiled and followed the smell of toasting bread into the kitchen. She saw her new boyfriend, Scott, beaming over his shoulder at her, clearly trying to impress her. And succeeding, she thought. Minutes later, he carried two plates to the table, full of eggs, bacon, and toast. Wait, was she supposed to eat all of this? This was a lot of food. They were going to the zoo, though, so there'd probably be lots of walking. She started to wonder about what they would do for lunch, and what if she got hungry before he did? She could bring an apple in her backpack, but to lose weight, she heard snacking between meals was a bad idea. But she knew her main goal shouldn't be weight loss anymore. It was not to binge. So should she snack or not? She began to fill with dread. Her chest tightened. You okay? Her boyfriend asked. You looked so happy a few minutes ago, but all of a sudden you look miserable. If you can relate to Megan's stress, you're not alone. Today's show is all about answering that crucial question. If my main goal is now not to binge, how often should I be eating? This is the Breaking Up with Binge Eating podcast, where every listen moves you one step closer to complete food freedom. Hosted by me, Georgie Fear, and my co-coach, Mary Claire Brescia. If you are working on stopping binge eating and you've given up on diets, that is fantastic news. I'm really proud of you. But you might be feeling stressed once the reins are back in your hands to decide when and what to eat. Today, we'll talk about how to eat during the initial stages of your recovery so that it's easiest on your brain. The big picture is that we want to make it as easy as possible to avoid binges, and that means consistent meals and snacks without long gaps of time. We don't want you to get panic level hungry or even a stressed out level of hungry. In terms of what to eat at those meals and snacks, it's best to avoid having rigid rules. But to keep you from floundering, we'll talk today about an overall sense of balance and flexibility. First, let's drill down on eating frequency. Many of you have read my book, Lean Habits, and if so, you'll recall that the first chapter details how beneficial it is for weight loss if you can get all of your eating into three or four meals a day. In other words, eating meals which are substantial and then going four to six hours between them to allow yourself to develop hunger. That helps a person get into a calorie deficit the most comfortable way possible when the number one goal is weight loss. This is not the best strategy for someone struggling with binge eating. One more time, in case you zoned out for a second there, listening to the podcast while you're at the gym or picking up around the house, this is super important. Three or four meals is not the best meal schedule for overcoming binge eating, so I don't recommend it. To stop binge eating, you need every mental and physical factor possible to be on your side. So never going more than four hours without a planned meal or snack is exactly what I want you to do. You can think of it as three meals a day plus two or three snacks. Commit to eating at these times whether you're hungry or not, just like it's medicine. This is really going to help you when it comes to not binging. What this does is it helps reinforce that food is not scarce and that we're always going to have some more food in a little while, so we don't need to eat vast quantities of it right now. It can also help avoid getting overly hungry, a situation which can lead to impulsive eating decisions out of distress. Make things easy on yourself. Plan to eat five or six times every day. And if the urge comes up to eat a lot right now, use the fact that you're going to eat again in a few hours to help talk yourself through it and ride it out. 
As for what to eat, we don't place anything off limits with our clients. And you might be thinking, so how does that go exactly with your clients? Well, in our Breaking Up with Binge Eating group, many people report that they feel a degree of euphoria at being freed from diet restrictions, and they often have a really, really happy time going out for a cheeseburger or eating some ice cream. Some people eat these foods moderately, and other people really eat a lot of them. The people who do eat cookies, cakes, donuts, and chips, to the exclusion of healthy foods, usually find that it feels like something they have to do, but it's self-limiting. It's like a much-needed rebellion. We encourage people to enjoy the emotional high of nothing being off-limits. After a week or two, they inevitably want some healthy foods again, because it feels kind of icky to live off of sugar, and we all know that eating that way long-term isn't great for our health. To avoid major weight gain during this phase, we suggest aiming for mostly whole or healthy foods, but including the low-nutrition foods and trusting that you're going to be just fine. It's also important to pay attention to how the foods that you're eating are making you feel. It's common for clients to discover that about one or so treat a day feels quite fine, and they still feel like they're treating their bodies well, since their main meals and most of their food intake is wholesome. If you feel overfed and stuffed, that's good information your body's giving you. It might be letting you know your meals don't need to be quite as large or quite as heavy. A shorthand way that I would describe eating for weight maintenance is to think mostly whole foods, try not to get overly hungry or overly stuffed, and happily include one treat a day with one of your meals. Including a variety of food groups at meals is a bonus step. So if you want to think of including veggies, proteins, starches, and fats at your breakfast, lunch, and dinner, that can help you from feeling too lost, but not too roped into a rigid structure. We encourage clients to have treats along with a healthy meal so they don't end up having treats instead of their meals. Having treats instead of meals can lead to energy lows and often stomach aches. To everyone listening, if you're working on stopping a binge eating pattern, I encourage you to give this approach a try. Plan to eat something at least every four hours that you're awake and stick to mostly healthy options, but let yourself include treats too. Include everything. Eat some carbs, eat some fats, eat fruit, eat chocolate, eat ice cream, have sandwiches on baguette and anything else that was off limits for a long time. Let yourself discover what feels peaceful and what feels good to you. Remove excess hunger and calorie restriction from fueling your binge urges. Use this frequent eating plan to mentally bolster yourself when you feel the urge to binge. In the next episode, we'll talk more about the step-by-step -step process of riding out an urge without resorting to binge eating. I'm Coach Georgie. I'll see you in the next episode. Music